1: don't quit before the miracle happens. We're the defective characters, three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. James here. The opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience with God's will versus my will in this episode 57 of the defective characters podcast. Let's go.
2: Mike, you, I t-
0: your will mike or our will
1: uh i well, think I told uh, all,
2: y'all can stop calling me god it's okay
1: yeah yeah you know what i think is funny and maybe you can touch on this dennis since you're our film guru is i heard a rumor that that movie with matt damon back in the day was going to be god's will hunting is that true matt instead damon. of instead of good will <laughs> hunting
2: I have <clears throat> I have not heard that rumor, and I think it'd be a completely different like movie. I think yeah. that's got to be like a Jordan Peele style horror movie or something. Oh
1: yeah, a lot of death. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. Well. Wow. Yeah, it's 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 very <clears throat> very different. But uh, speaking, speaking of, of film, movies, yeah.
0: Did you, did you finish your um, editing, Dennis?
2: I did not finish my editing yet I'm hoping to finish it today um it's coming along though
1: it's, wait, wait it's the editing early. editing what editing what we filmed last week
2: last past weekend yeah no way it's already yep. that
1: far along
2: yeah, i mean it's short so i
1: I know it's short, but still i uh I didn't know what the time frame was. That you had to get it done,
2: Mike. Well, you
1: you made me laugh
0: out loud with your with your fight scene. I was I was done. Oh, did
1: you did, did you, you see some of the footage?
2: He <laughs> saw some of it. He saw like some of the first edit of it.
1: Yeah, I do have crazy eyes. That's why back in the day, and I know they say you're not supposed to talk about Fight Club, but I was in like a, a miniature version of a Fight Club where we would just let out our anger when I was a junior in high school. And I would always get beat to hell because that was the face that I would make. And people would, they, 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 (laughs) it would almost make them more mad because (laughs) my eyes get really big. Like whenever I eat a cheeseburger and uh, having to unhinge my jaw, my eyes open as well. Like it's, some people close their eyes when they, open their mouth big but everything goes Wah, like really wide open and uh yeah so i i am i've been told i have an easily punchable face so <laughs> people <laughs> people just like doing that so uh but i well I'm, I'm really excited and i i text dennis privately that um i was really inspired because in the last month when we had to reschedule and we talked about that on here Um and some oh, anxiety yeah. and stuff that came up. Yeah. So how did you get, how did you make it through? How did you feel this week? Just as far as like an update leading into when, when you filmed the second time around.
2: Um, well, I, mean, I had an, like anxiety, like the whole time since we had to reschedule and, you know, I think like, the day before it i think it was like the day before i kind of got like some pep talks from some people from our fellowship and friends and stuff and then i got like started getting more excited about it and then the day of i had a little bit of anxiety but it was manageable and then then i started working and once i started working it kind of all went away because i was just focused on it I don't think I was on top of my game. and This is just me being critical at this point. Like, looking back at the footage, I have, like, bags under my eyes. I'm tired. Like, but I think it works.
1: Yeah, well, I, I mean, who knows what was going on in the character that you were playing's life either. You know, yeah. like, maybe so, maybe that led up to it.
2: I mean, the, it kind of works, too, because of the subject matter. I mean, like, he's angry. And like sad almost the whole time, so it works.
1: Yeah, it was, uh, but it was an honor. And I uh, I text uh, James as well that uh, we we were just very very uh, were appreciative that we got to hang out. You know, no matter what we're doing, hanging out, and it really had nothing to do with maybe a little step twelve, but just just hanging out and doing stuff that wasn't AA related. Or wasn't recovery related, but actually getting out of yourself. And yeah. uh, so it was, it well, was great I anyway.
2: I appreciate y'all helping me with it and stuff and doing it. I think it was fun. Yeah, and, yeah. It, was,
1: it was fun. It was fun. How are, you, how are you doing, James? So you're the only man of the house the last, what, week plus since T uh, is where? In Chicago, you said?
0: She is in Chicago, yeah. And then um, <clears throat> I went to go get uh, tested for the COVID, and it was really quick. And they already sent the results, which was negative, so I was happy. Dennis was supposed nice. to go, but Dennis has a
1: hard time checking email.
2: I don't Wait. have – I never got an email. I don't have a hard time checking. Was you know, that, I check was that like several today. times a day?
1: Today you went, and you already got the results? Yeah, it was like –
2: that's awesome.
1: And you I went to it, you went to Walgreens.
0: Walgreens on John Young. Yep. Wow. Yeah, it's
1: cool. The, yeah, they're they're uh, they're real quick, and I I like the fact that they have all the like the CVSs, the Walgreens. A lot of them are doing them. And was it free? Did you have to pay some money just in case people no. want to get tested? They're afraid of that.
0: It was free.
1: It was free. Nice. They did the whole swabaroo in your nose.
0: Yeah, well, they gave me the – I did it in my car, so I didn't even have to get out of my car. Oh, wow. Look at that. Yeah, they didn't do it – I did it myself. They just gave me instructions.
1: Okay. I got to go to the – you know, I kind of like it when somebody else does it, but you get the people every once in a while that you could tell that they haven't had any affection in a while. So they kind of want to (laughs) get up close and personal with you. And so they get really in there. And you're like, you know, I always joke around. I go, if my eyeball moves, you've gone too far, you know. <laughs> <And> they, <laughs> they know. They're like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm not an optometrist, but I do, I do understand that. It's a joke. I think optometrist is a foot doctor, right, or is that podiatrist?
2: That would be a podiatrist.
1: Oh, look at you. The more, the more you know, uh, with Dennis. Um, what else? <laughs> what, what else, guys? Anything else the, the last week before we want to jump into the topic? Everything's good with me. I, I'm still flying high from uh, from the uh, the movie scene. Uh, this this past you probably should weekend. pick up
2: a white chip then.
1: Oh yeah, probably right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was that was great, and uh, uh, my it looks like my uh, my divorce is going to be completely finalized in the next uh, thirty days on the the latest end and i've been praying a lot for my ex and i got a text today i asked her if she wanted to be a part of the halloween festivities whatever it looks like i don't know if we're doing trick or treating with our daughter and at first she said no i don't want to be a part of any of that and today she said if the offer was still on the table so i'm grateful that she has realized that it is not about us; it is about our daughter. And can't we just come together for 60 minutes to actually be a part of something that, you know, yeah. you, you um, can yeah. really, you can only go trick or treating without people getting mad once a year. <laughs> you know, Christmas you can celebrate if you don't have your kiddos, like James, through the years, the last couple of years. You can celebrate a birthday a couple days afterwards with your kids or Christmas a couple days after, but you can't really go trick or treating a couple days after. They look at you awfully funny. If you I'm try actually to...
0: picking up my, uh, my boys on uh, Chris's birthday, his uh, 17th birthday. So wow. October 23rd, I'm headed to Miami. And it's weird, I'll be driving to my ma- Miami alone. Usually I have my, uh, my wingman with me. Aka T Bird.
1: Yeah. Aka if, Maverick. If you want any company, let me put it out there that I am willing to go on the drive, but if it's awkward, then I won't. So it's up to up to you because I have that weekend free. So.
0: Thanks. I'll
1: keep it in mind. Keep it in mind. We we like different music though. I'm into the gangster rap, and uh, you don't well, you don't do, like it as do, much. Tupac. Tupac. Yeah, <laughs> you're good with that. Yeah. yeah. Dear Mama, it's, it's a good jam. Don't you think, Dennis?
2: I concur. <laughs> Tupac is a poet.
1: And speaking about Tupac, that leads us into the conversation that we're having about guns and... No, that's actually not what it is. Uh, it's, it's God's will versus my will, which we thought it possibly that we talked on before. Um, yeah. But really... I mean, it's God's will or the higher power is in how many of the steps? Four four of the steps, right? Four out of the 12, it talks about your higher power. So the odds that we talked about something like it are probably pretty good. Um, but I know for me, I thought of this topic because it's tough when – you're going through something that's challenging to know the difference between if you're taking the, the phrase that's often uttered is taking your will back and knowing what is your will or what is actually God's will. And um, I think the most common definition of knowing between the two is if it is easy then it's probably like God's will. But if you have to force something, it's probably not. You're probably taking your will back. Would you guys agree with that?
2: Oh, uh, yes. I, I have to disagree with that.
1: Okay. Go ahead. Like,
2: you know, especially like early on, like some things aren't so easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, basically my understanding of God's will and what God wants from us and what it says in the book and what it says in that other book is to help God's children, to help people, to be of service to people. So early on, when we're so self-centered and we're not used to like just like saying yes, when someone asks us to help them with something or whatever, that can be hard. It takes work to do. It takes practice because typically it's in our nature. It's like, oh, I don't want to do that. I'd rather go sit on the couch and watch TV or something. So, you got to work at that, you know?
1: Now, how do you work at it?
2: just do it. Do it anyways. Nike. You know? Like, it's, it's, uh, you know, a lot about recovery is, like, building new habits. You know, our old habits and the way we reacted to things and handled things and lived were not working for us. So, we have to, like build new habits and one of those things is like being of service to others you know when someone asks you to show up to a meeting early to make coffee your instinct is probably oh i don't want to do that but you know the more you do it the easier it becomes you know and then it just becomes a habit it's just becomes second nature you know
1: yeah what do you what do you think james you you seem to agree with more more with me than dennis on
2: it that's all right y'all can be wrong (laughs) <laughs>
0: well, okay. If I'm, if I'm, get, Dennis was talking about love. Am I correct, Dennis? About what? Love.
2: No, I was talking about God's will.
1: Right, which is love. The, they're synonyms. I I see where he's going. Okay. <laughs> Dennis doesn't.
0: So God's will to me is, um, you know, the words we. St- the words or actions uh, spoken or done based on love, you know, selflessness, okay, honesty, purity. All of that is God's will. Uh, and then self-will is the actions or the, or the words spoken by me uh, where the ego is in control. And... Um, the determination to have one's way, if you will. Um, you know, people want what they want, and uh, that's that's the ego. That's that's the self will. You know, when you, if you're not putting other people first, if you're not putting, you know, your loved ones first, um, it's your will. That's that's mm. I, I think that's a good way to define it for me. So, if it's something I want to satisfy my needs then it's it's my will.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting, right? Because the it says like the easier softer way is not uh, is not going to work in in the program. But I find it easier than fighting than when all I need to do is meditate and pray and accept that, to the best of my ability, I try to, to work things out. And I used to, at the job that I have now, I would put in an insane amount of hours and felt like I was getting no respect. And I would always be like, you know, I deserve more money. I deserve more respect. And I said to my sponsor that I, I it didn't feel like it was right. And he said, be careful. Sounds like you resent your employer. And if you act out on that and are taking your will, like who's to say what you deserve, you know, like if you feel like you deserve more instead of being mad at them and having that reaction, then get another job, you know, then look at it a different way because you'll never end up getting more money. um, If your actions are, uh, not good or not professional. And I I took that and I said, you know what, for sure, I'm not going to say that I deserve, because what do I deserve? I, w- whatever I'm, I'm getting in life, that's what I deserve. That's that's it. And the, the uh, relationship that I was in, I probably deserved to get treated better, but I had accepted that. And I'm grateful that, Uh, me accepting it, uh, come to find out drove, uh, my ex crazy because then she thought that I didn't care, you know, because I wasn't throwing a fit about it. And she articulated that. And I'm like, you know, this is the, the perfect thing. God's will. I let him kind of dictate it and it turned out. And now I see so many more positives than negatives. And I mean, that was just little over two months ago, you know, and, and I can see that now that that actually is the easier way. And there's many crossroads in life. I think it's one of the toughest things to learn. And I, I know I keep learning like what my will is versus God's will. Do you guys have a, a time since you've been in the rooms and be able to understand that—that that you can share, as far as knowing the difference between God's will and my will. Um, not all, not I, all at once, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: I think, like, I don't know if I—I I could like identify. I remember, like, early on, like the first year, in the first months of like recovery. I kind of struggled with that idea of like, well, how do I know if it's my will or how do I know if it's God's will? And then Pete, this kind of old timer guy that runs one of the meetings around here, like shared, cause I shared about it in a meeting, you know, cause you know, it's, you're confused about something and you want answers and you want other people's perspective on it, share about it in a meeting and you'll get something back. And then he shared, like, and made it really simple. And it's kind of along the lines of what I did, or what I said earlier was, you know, God's will is for us to help people, to be of service to his children. And it's like that simple. So it's like on a daily, not even daily anymore, but for a while, daily, it's like you kind of judge it against that litmus test. And it's kind of what James touched on is like, am what I'm doing just like because I want, I want, I want, I want? Or am I taking into consideration of other people and other, you know, other like, what are the like the consequences going to be of me getting this? You know, it's kind of like the old saying is like, if you get everything that you ever wanted you know, would you be happy? And then would everyone else around you be happy? Hmm. I think like, I can't really name a specific thing, but I don't know. I think there's a lot of instances where like, oh, will you help me move? Or will you help me do this? Or will you help me whatever? Or if like uh, someone from the program calls me and I don't want to feel like talking on the phone, at that moment or something like that, is it, is, it, is it going against what my primary purpose is and what God's will is? God's will is to help people. So if someone asks you for, to be of service to them or help them out, the correct answer would be yes, of course. Now, obviously, if you can't because you have a prior engagement or t- scheduling or something, that's one thing. But if you're available, you're supposed to be there and help. So if the only reason I'm not helping is because I don't feel like it, or I want to like watch this TV show or take a nap or something like that, then that's obviously my will and not God's.
1: Yeah. What do you think, James?
2: Yeah. Um,
0: you know, for these past three years, um, this has been a kind of new territory for me. And, um, uh, I never knew what God's will was. I, I ran on self-will and, and ego and poor me. And you know, if you hurt me, and then shame on you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know how you made me feel. Um, but slowly, when I started to, you know, believe in in God, and I realized He was, you know, real and He was with me. Um, it's, it's kind of like the, you know, I was awakened. And um, I was asleep for so long. As a child, you know, I was I was fully awake and learning about the world. And then when drugs and alcohol came in, I just kind of, I went to sleep for a, a long time. And now that I'm awakened, woken, you know, it's it's like I, I don't see myself going back to sleep ever. Um, like I don't, see, like I know the truth now. And that being said, you know. I love to find out more about God. May that be uh, Bible studies, going to different meetings, uh, finding new mentors. You know, I am constantly searching and um, learning. And, um, you know, I I do know that God's will is for love um, to take over. Um, I believe that when all said and done, all that matters is love. And um, God shows his love um, through his grace and his mercy. And for me to become more like God, I need to uh, be forgiving and be merciful and, um, you know, show God's grace through me towards my brothers and sisters, all the other people in the world. And, you know, I'm a bartender at night, graphic designer by day. And at night, you know, I'm around a lot of people. And, um, you know, I get to see a lot of different personalities. I get a lot – I see a lot of, you know, anger and frustration, joyous, joyfulness. And it's so fun because in this part of my life, I can look at different people and smile. And I'd be like, that's an interesting child of God. And then I've, I found myself – like, just last night I was working – and um, and I was just smiling. I was like, "Man, I really love God's people," because I mean, there's this one guy at work that I just—he's a close talker. <laughs>
2: with Covid, with Covid,
0: and going around and like, like he comes right in my face, like, "James, how you doing?" I'm just like,
2: "Ah." I, oh, I, I know I, who you're I, talking I, about.
0: Yeah, you do. <laughs> I, turn, I turn my back, and I, I just, I just run, but. I can't help but smiling because he's always like, he says the coolest things. Like, do you have your armor of God on tonight? And i was like, yes, I do. <laughs> and, um, you know, just stuff like that. But, um, you know, you truly want to help pe- people. And, um, I've said it before on this podcast that, you know, I'm, I'm truly tested when I know that I should do something for someone and I don't want to do it. And I do it anyways. Those are the good times. So there's a lot of times where, especially when I was in my addiction, where, you know, I was like, I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that. And I didn't do it. And
2: or worse, I or that- worse, you would say, oh, I'll definitely help you out with that. And then not. I've done that. Oh,
1: yeah. There's a lot of people that don't mm-hmm. like that, James. Yeah. So, but you guys never felt the grunt
0: of that. That's for sure. No, we sure. never
1: talked. About you behind our backs, your back, anyone's back. Never did that.
2: I've done both of those things.
1: I have as well. Um, I like. I like the fact that I think. Trying to trying to think if I it was before I was in yeah it was it was probably somewhere around a year sober that I actually first tried. On a regular basis, if I'm being honest, implementing um, the the God's will. Even though I already did, I don't know, what step would it be, guys? Step three, I guess? Turn your, your will and your life. You know, I put over to the
2: care of God as you understand him.
1: Right? So I guess it would be that. And even though I did that after, like, three months in the rooms, to actually be able to make sure that I did or like really try like it it took a bit were were you guys able to find success in it like earlier like when you first did step three
2: um me personally i think i was like trying to work on that before i ever came into the rooms in a way like the concept of it um but for me like step three is not really like a one-time thing it's something that i gotta do daily like regularly and like just remember you know that i am where i'm supposed to be i'm doing what i'm supposed to be doing blah 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 you know i mean like it helps me a lot with my anxiety you know what i'm saying where it's it's you get in your head that like oh you have to do this you have to do that you have to do that and you realize that like there's a lot of it that we don't have control over and i have to like relinquish that control to my higher power my god and it helps relieve that in a way you know what i'm saying but it's something i have to do regularly like every freaking day but
1: yeah what about you james you say, like, and if you're listening to this podcast, you don't listen to any other, like, recovery podcast. I feel like I'm grateful that the three of us, we have that connection, and it doesn't come naturally every single day. It is something where you have to put it first, right? Like how you start your day, James.
0: Yeah. I, I start my day by smiling and thanking God for another breath to breathe, and... You know, I, I start sending loving kindness uh, to my children, to my friends, to my wife. Um, and, you know, I just I just start the day always positive, always. And then if something slips in, like, oh, I got to work today, I don't want to work. I think of, um, I usually have a fun time at work. I always have a fun time at work. And then I get happy again, you know. I was actually praying for my wife. um and she's in Chicago now, and with um, so she's an hour behind me, and I was praying for loving kindness, and I hope that she has a wonderful day. And I was just love blah, la, blah, blah. and um, I got this text like a couple hours later, and so I was doing that about six thirty, and she called and she said that um, you know, she she had the coolest dream, and then she woke up at five thirty. And I was like, that's when I prayed for you. She's like, oh, my gosh, I could feel God in my dream. And I was like, oh, that was really cool. You know, that's one of those little things. Like, I could totally feel your prayer, even though she was sleeping. Yeah. I
1: mean, I mean, that's crazy. And this is, like, crazy in, like, a way of there are some people that just search for it. You know what I mean? And And try. And if I can share... A quick story, I have a friend who isn't in the program, but I've known her for the last 15 years, and through the years, the last, I would say, maybe 10, she's become more spiritual because of just whatever. She had a career change, and it was it was a tough time for her. She was diagnosed with, with MS, and she leaned on really beefing up her spirituality because MS is such a uh, what's the word debilitating uh, thing to have. Is it a disease? Is that, would you characterize multiple sclerosis? So,
2: yeah. So, this, yeah.
1: yeah. So, but, but it's, it's so uh, just, it took over her life yeah, in, uh, in, in an age. insane way. Yeah. So she has this she, more spiritualness, but she also doesn't have a program that, helps remind you. She's just spiritual and yes, depending on religion or anything else, you, you know, the Bible is somebody's essentially textbook. I look at the Bible as a textbook just like I look at the big book as a textbook. And um she didn't really use anything, not necessarily the Bible. She would just use some verses that were on online and she has um, been going through a very painful divorce and in the state that she is in the literal state um, you can actually stretch it out for two years and she's like I'm just gonna stretch it out for two years and I'm gonna just take my time and I said well with this happening don't you think God wants you to be happy like maybe if the other person is got their foot to the floor and they're moving it quickly, maybe it's God's will for this to go, to go fast. And I also, I make sure that I wait for her or anyone to say that they're looking for suggestions before I jump in, (laughs) because I found out the tough way of many people just want event and they don't want any advice. So I let her say like, you know, I think this is the best thing. What do you think? And I said, do you, really, do you really want my opinion? And she said yes. And then I told her that I, I thought God's will was being put in place of whatever her ex was doing, which he was cheating. And he was just being a scummy, scummy guy. And maybe the next thing for her is fat, they're faster than she thinks. And dragging your feet you might miss out on what actually God's will is. So anytime something gets put up and it looks like a roadblock, I look at it and I analyze it and I go, you know what? A, it just doesn't feel right. Like, do you guys have that feeling whenever it's like something comes up? It's almost like the hair on the back of my neck goes up. And I go, something, something's not right. I don't think I should, should do this. Oh, yeah. I get that all the
0: time.
1: So it's not just me. It's it's James and I. Dennis I mean Dennis doesn't get it. You know, that's fine.
2: Well, it's it's <laughs> difficult for me because with my anxiety, if so, no matter what comes up, I get the
1: feeling of like oh no. Oh no. Well, let, hold on. Well, let's talk about that then. How like how how do you you have a different challenge than James and I do? Because then you have to look at it almost three different ways of my will, my anxiety, or God's will right yeah so so how, so how do you deal with that?
2: Well I think one of the like kind of gauges that I can use is you know if my my God is love, right So if I if my actions are the actions that I need to take or whatever, if they're based off of fear, then that's pulling me away from God. And if they're based off of love, then I'm getting closer to God, right? So if a situation comes up, an opportunity or something I have to do, if the only reason that I don't want to do it is because I'm scared, whether I'm scared of having a panic attack or I'm scared of leaving my bubble or whatever, if that is the only reason, then I need to walk through that the best I can, if I physically can, you know? And You know, because there's a lot of times where I'm given opportunities of things that I love that I'm terrified doing. Like, I have another project that I'm going to do that I'm the AD on, and I'm terrified of doing it. If I think about it too much, you know, the imposter syndrome, the fear, it's a, you know, all of that kind of stuff kicks in. And so, if I was to act out of fear, I wouldn't do it. But if I, Get If I take all the fear away and realize that I actually love doing this activity and I love this project and everything like that, that tells me that I need to do it. And I need to walk through that fear, get past it the best I can, get over it, whatever, and do it. Because that's, that's where the joy is, you know?
1: Yeah. I like that. Anything else, James, that you can think of to bring up to people that are having a tough time? Uh, between, like my will or God's God's will.
0: Yeah, well, you know, you got to be. First of all, you have to be sober. You know, if you're not sober, then it's it's really hard to, you know, dif- differentiate between the two. Like you're just you're all self will. That being said, once you're sober, you know emotions flood back in, and and you're gonna after a while get some clarity, and you will get that hair. On the back of your necks, so you're gonna know what's right and wrong. It's what you choose to do in that moment uh, that's gonna define you. So, uh, just choose the right thing, man. And and as someone said to me, "We all know uh, what's the difference between right and wrong. It's what we choose to do." Yeah,
2: well, I think I, that's I've, great. I've got a thought experiment for y'all. Okay, as far I as like, like the sound of this, as far as like God's will. And I'll use me as an example, right? So, like, so, like the short film that we just did, right? Like, I wrote it, I directed it, I'm acting in it, right? It's my project, and I want to do it, right? And it's it's basically, it's my will that I want to do this. And then I'm asking, like, my friends, you guys, and other people to help me out for free and, you know, all of this stuff. And then I have to step up and, like, tell everyone what I want them to do and stuff like that. So how do we reconcile like God's will in my will in a situation like that?
0: People are allowed to say no.
1: Yeah, that is true. And that, and if when you needed them, it didn't work out, then they weren't supposed to be in it. Then you asked the wrong people.
0: Yeah, we all have a choice. You're not twisting on anyone's arm we have fun doing that
1: that's what i would say i would say the people you know because there was like we figured out a date that everybody could do it and then had to figure out another date to reschedule and if it wasn't it was there was supposed to be some issues you know like if none of the dates that worked for anybody else worked for me or didn't work for james then it wasn't supposed to happen like that. That's how I look at it. And if you, you continue know? to to make it, so so say you were like, you know what? We'll just shoot his stuff another day. That's not right. Somebody else was supposed to actually step up and be in there, you yeah. know? That's how I look at it. Yeah. And, and, and with the hair on the back of your neck, I'm starting to think I should never shave the back of my neck. So that way, because I make some pretty awful decisions after I get a haircut, mm-hmm. I will say, some of the worst decisions <laughs> that I ever make after they shave the back of my neck. I'm like, I just, mm-hmm. I just start acting like, like a child. So I'm just going to let it grow. I think. <laughs> oh, Slater. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm waiting for the rat tail to come back. Cause then does that just stand straight up? You know, like when, whenever, like there's a, there's a moment. You remember the rat tails guys? No, uh,
2: I'm trying not to.
1: Uh
2: did you ever have a rat tail when you were a kid no my cousin did
1: and I thought he was so cool and then he ended up getting trouble for drinking when he was 13 so joke's (laughs) on him Um, and the funny thing is I'm the alcoholic (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) joke's on you
1: yeah yeah, I guess (laughs) guess joke is on me now that I think about it that's sad Um, so you want to put a ball in this guys anything else before we wrap up no? Bueller? No. Yeah. Bueller. That's <laughs> still a good time. Well, well thanks, for, uh, thanks for joining us uh, talking about God's will versus my will or your will. We'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 58. We're the defective characters are entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember?
0: God's will, not
1: mine. And we'll see you next time.